found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show on a Thursday. Uh, Trent Conant and myself with you for the next couple of hours, talking the world of sports with you, doing our best to localize it as best as we absolutely can. And we will do a lot of that in the first hour. We'll recap uh, Iowa State Signing Day Hall yesterday with Dylan Montz uh, from the Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. Well, of course, we'll take a look at the uh, Texas Tech-Iowa State game as well. Mark Morehouse uh, stops on by at 1240. We'll do similar with Iowa. Look at their signing class. They made some news, some of which I don't think, I don't like the fact that the Hawks aren't going to make an appearance at Valley Stadium for a practice. That came out yesterday. They say they're going to do something. What that is has yet to be determined. But I thought the practice, uh, the local practice, was um, uh, kind of a, not an olive branch, you know, but but uh, throwing the locals a bone, right? Mm-hmm. Having, a, having a local practice. Not going to do that. Mark Morehouse, 1240. Talk some MLB with Scott Miller. Look forward to doing that. There's another day and another day where free agents are still looking for a home. And then Bill Bender will slide on in here from the Sporting News. To finish out the show, we'll talk uh, recruiting signing day from a national perspective. Trent Condon, good to talk to you as well. Um, you know, just before we get to Iowa State, Texas Tech, I was surprised that the uh, Hawks aren't making their way back uh, to Des Moines uh, to hold a practice in front of some of the local fans. Yeah, it was, uh, like you said, a nice, nice olive branch uh, to the biggest population base in the state. Uh, come over, have the practice. Good crowds were always mm-hmm. on hand. And weather sometimes was not the best. There was a really windy day. I don't know if it was a year or two ago, whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, it was cool to see. They went through you know, some clinics and, and did some different things that way with the kids afterwards. Yep. On the field, but I'm sure logistically it's also kind of difficult. I'm sure, yeah. Getting the guys on there, all right, got to bust them over, got to right. bust them back afterwards. And what do you get, 15 practices? Mm-hmm. You know, to use one of them in that fashion. I hope it isn't gone forever, but uh, maybe it's a, a rotation where year on, year off, or even go to Quad Cities. Let's go, you know. To no, couple, screw the Quad Cities. Well, I mean. <laughs> Get them over here. Yeah, yeah. But but to go to different places as well across right. the state, if that's also what they're going to be I thinking guess. going forward. I guess. Uh, does Iowa State take advantage of that opening? I mean, I know it's not too far up yeah. the road, et cetera, but I just thought it was a nice touch. I really did. I thought that, you know what, whoever came up with that idea, uh, a marketing department of their struggle, let's be honest, yes. over in Iowa City, I thought they finally got one right. And to uh, pull the rug out from under it a couple of years into it uh, uh, didn't seem like the best move, but um, and we'll we'll see what they come up with as a as a plan B. Iowa State had no plan B as far as replacing some of the guys that couldn't play last night. Trent, uh, look, they 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 tried their best, but they, you knew they were going to run out of gas. They a couple of them got in foul trouble. Cameron Lard, you know, I keep asking this question, and there's a reason I do because if I was buying stock, <laughs> it would be Lard stock over Wigington, and I really like Wigington. But mm-hmm. Lard again last night just proved how important he is to this team. He was the only one, Trent, that um, that could exchange 
um, you know, play in the paint like uh, like he did, and do so against some talented guys on Texas Tech. And he's really the you know, till Shayok, until Jacobson get eligible, and some of this uh, this young talent gets here, they need him. And he was so good last night. Unfortunately, foul trouble got the better of him, and he was only able to play twenty minutes, twenty two points in twenty minutes. He was the best player last night. It wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. There there was a big gap and tally. Try to do too much. You know what the the Texas Tech crowd I think has the most fitting uh, nickname for him. It's Airball. I've never seen a kid, <laughs> and and this is you know this isn't it's picking on him. Mm-hmm. Trent, those some of those shots he took up they weren't even close. Yep. They were embarrassingly bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see guys shoot, at least they, they they might hit a little bit of the rim. These weren't even close, and it just wasn't once. It no, was yeah, time after yeah. time after time. Airball tally, fitting. <laughs> it was, it was. He had a lot of them. He he was just, didn't look like the same guy we'd seen in spurts here over the last couple of weeks. No, he's asked to do too much because yeah, of the guys yeah. that weren't available. And uh, now, Weiler I mean, 36 Bab- minutes out of him last night, Trey. Yeah. Weiler Babb possibly shut, shut it down. Shut it down. I mean, if, 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 there's, if, there, if it's close, either way. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if it's going to help him not to play this last three or four weeks out of this season. I mean, there's, there's nothing to play for. Right. You're going to be locked in an opening Other night. than the CBI downtown Des Moines coming up in March when Iowa, uh, Drake, you and I, and Iowa State will play in the opening round of the CBI at Wells Fargo Arena. It's not getting steam. Not at all. No. Not a peep. <laughs> Haven't heard a buzz I haven't even the... heard what an idiot. What a stupid idea. <laughs> How hammered were you when this <laughs> popped in? I mean, not getting any steam. But anyways. Hey, not, not your finest idea. It's Probably all right. Not. It's all right. You're yeah. an idea guy. And I am. Not every... Wanted to build a curling rink in 2000 oh. in Des Moines to capitalize on, was it 2000? When were the Salt Lake Olympics? I think it was, two, what, what oh, year was it? Was it 04? I think you might be right. Yeah. Anyways, well, it's curling It's curling it season. Is. By Every four years, curling becomes a topic on radio again. I'm surprised. Across the country, by the way. And you played curl. You curled. I curled. Is, that, is, is that the correct? I don't play curling. You curl. You curl. You I did. You've curled. So much fun, Trent. It, it is. is so much fun. So I've played like the bar game, you know, where you just throw the little. Yeah, but you're not standing there. on ice. Not standing on <laughs> ice. You don't have a broom in your hand. Right. What's the most difficult part of it? Well, to begin with, it'll be your balance. Okay. You know, coming out of the hack is where you plant your foot to to push off. Look at you with the rock in your hand. Um, it's it's strategy. Yeah. It's um, you know, because you now I don't know what it's like now, right? Be with, with all the uh, rules I would have to be in place because everybody sues everybody, <laughs> right? So before it was you take your beer not onto the ice but just put it off the off the sure. the, the sheet, the sheet. Um, then you drink a beer between shots and then you go get another one. But I don't know if you're able to do that anymore. It's just fun. It's just something. Look. You can you can get good at curling. Okay, I could I could get good at curling at fifty nine years old. You could too. Uh, now I'm not saying you're going to be in the Olympics, but it's a fun sport. It's a blast, especially when you do it with your friends. Yeah. So it is like shuffleboard it, at the bar. It's shuffleboard on ice. On is what ice, it is. Yeah. Yeah, a little more than just flipping it. Flipping knowing it down when there. to sweep, knowing yeah. when to help the rock and and uh, to prevent it from curling, because that's why you sweep the rock is to heat up the ice and then the friction and to prevent it from curling. But anyways, look at that.
We went deep down the Look, curly I can flaunt hole. my curly knowledge. I, I, I had tell. a blast growing up doing that. I so, really didn't. I didn't get into it till I was, you know, of drinking age and uh, hockey. But I mean, it's, I, at that point, long ago, I'd realized <laughs> there's not going to be no pro career for me. <laughs> um, so you, you, you curl when you can't play hockey. Okay, that's what you do. If that's you can't, the, if you can't down. skate, you curl. So it's like I played baseball. Wasn't good enough to play collegiately, so I played slow pitch. Slow pitch. That's the next step. You you still want to be involved and you want to do something in one of the winter sports, so that's what you do. I see. I see. So, I mean, do they have places specifically for that? You just go to the pond and. No, no, no. They have curling rinks. Set up just for that. Absolutely. All with bars and spectator spots up above and, uh, you know, what do you call them? Grills, canteens, you know, buy a burger and a beer or whatever. Yeah. It's a big social event. Huh. All over, all over the town. There's like probably I don't know, ten or twelve of them. Learning more about our and then with, northern with, neighbors, and then yeah, not just with one sheet. Mm-hmm. These are like you know, like a bowling alley. Okay, all right. right, with multiple sheets of ice, and it's like the last year I curled. Our our was nine to eleven on Monday night. Okay. It's hard to get out of the house in January in Winnipeg, yeah. right? <laughs> right. At nine, so you're leaving at eight eight thirty on a Monday night. You're, it's, I mean, it's cold. It's ice cold. It's twenty five below, and the wind's blowing. And then you're not just drinking a Coke. You're, no, you're drinking. You're, you're drinking the bats. You're drinking Molson's. You're having a couple, and you gotta get back and get ready for work. Absolutely. I do eleven. Have a puff before you go in, and then you, <laughs> you know, you get into the. Oh, it's it was so much fun, so much fun. I had a blast. We need to bring it to Des Moines. I tried, and I tried a couple of times. In fact, we went so far down the dial, I reached out to curling rinks all over the Midwest because the toughest part is getting the rocks, mm-hmm. right? Um, we actually brought them in to Buccaneers Arena. Yeah. And it was right at the end of before they took the ice out, we had a curling day, and I think all the stations down the dial got involved. I'm not sure... So you have to do it right at, during the Olympics, right? Because yeah, the yeah, further yeah. you get away from the Olympics, you know, the the, the novelty wears off. Yes. And it's golf season. Yeah. And you want to be outside. You want to be doing, you want to be playing slow pitch. You want to be playing golf. It's finally warm. Right. So if you could do this on the heels of what we're about to embark on here for the next couple of weeks, sure. you could pull this off. And yeah. people would ask, because we had one call after another signing up for this thing. And it was legit. They mm-hmm. wanted to do it. But then to wait eight weeks... Yes. You know what? I'm doing something else at that point. Right. So, anyways. All right. And here we are. And here we are. Where were we? Uh, the Cyclones. Talk, talk and I was staying in Airball Tally. <laughs> and, and which is, this is probably a better topic, right? Because yeah. I don't think Cyclone fans want to hear this. I mean, Jackson couldn't 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 make a shot. No. Tally couldn't make a shot. Lard was the best player on the floor wearing mm-hmm. an Iowa State jersey. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. I wonder about Salman Young. You know, wa- mm-hmm. watching last night yeah. as, as Lard has. Does some good things. He does. Good defender, solid. Yeah, offensively, not. You know, he's bad defensively. Watching Wingington last night. Yeah. Oh, there were a couple of moments. I mean, Evans made him look. He looked like a. He looked like a pylon. Smith was really good last night. Smith was good. Yeah. What did he finish? Twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, he led the way. And mm-hmm. that's another thing. Youth plays a part of it. You just young guys aren't very good defensively. Where are you with this Texas Tech team as far as pecking order in the in, in the Big Twelve? Are they better than West Virginia? I still they say better no. than Oklahoma? No. They're fine, mm-hmm. but they have the makings of me of a 3C that gets beat by a 6 in the round of All 32. Right. Okay. 
a four seed that gets knocked off. Not crazy. I could see that. A 13 even gets them in the first round. I just... Because I'm fine. with you. They wake up this morning in a flat-footed tie with Kansas at the, mm-hmm. top, at the, at the top of the conference. I mean, no. <laughs> no. I mean, they're off to... They're having a great year. Don't get yes. me wrong. They're 8-3 and three in a tough conference. But, 20 and 4 overall. Yes, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm not... I'm not all there on Texas Tech at this point. And, really not. I mean, Evans is a great player. He really is. He's a great player. And didn't do a squat. No. When he was here three weeks ago, yeah. whatever it was. Didn't do spit. Is it just the name across the jersey, though? I mean, is the it fact that, that we're not giving him the respect? If if we flip the jerseys okay. with Oklahoma. Okay. With Texas. Would mm. we have a different view of Excellent them? Excellent point. But it is Texas Tech. Yeah. It's tough for me. I don't. I don't. I think you're probably there's a modicum of truth to that. I love the way they play defensively. They um, they are very good at that end of the floor. Are they not? And how Beard just gets those guys to buy in on that end, and that's what good defense is supposed mm-hmm. to look like. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to that victory at the beginning of conference play against Kansas. It was one of the most beautiful games I've seen yeah. for a team playing team defense. Mm-hmm. They got good athletes. They got guys that can move their feet, but. They just play well together, so so well together on that end of the floor. Yeah, a couple other notes from last night. What a great night of college basketball. I, I was just, um, I was ensconced. And even for the pros for a minute, I, I found myself watching more of the Cavs and the T-Wolves than I thought that I would. That was, I mean, LeBron at the end of that game. Oh. Unbelievable. But uh, Ohio State knocking off Purdue. Now they laying a claim all of a sudden to the best team in the Big Ten. And I think after that win, I mean, look what Holtzman's doing there. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, Chris Holtman is a he's coach he of the year. Guys. He doesn't have his guys no, yet. No, and, and look he, what he's doing with them, Trent. He's going to recruit at a very high level. If you had a vote, Painter him. For coach of the year yes. this year? Oh, it's, it's Holtman. It's I agree. Close. They fired Dad Mata. Right. One of the most and turned over coaches. this roster because they weren't going to make the tournament. Right. Gene Smith looked at this and said, "There's no way mm-hmm. this team is going to the tournament. Mm-hmm. So why delay the inevitable? Fire Thad. Yep. We'll find whoever we're going to find, and then we'll we'll kind of start the rebuilding process a year earlier. Well, instead, here they are. Yeah. They're at the top of the standings and and go into Purdue. And watching that game, Purdue had that what six to nine point lead. It kind of felt like throughout. Kept chipping away, chipping mm-hmm. away, and got the shot at the end of the mm-hmm. footback at the end to win it. I, I never thought, going into that one last night, Purdue was going to lose. I agree with you. I thought Purdue was gonna, is, is clearly going to make their at home. Um, Ohio State's a nice story, but they're not as good as Purdue. They were last night. Automatic fade. Team coming off a big win in the Big East. St. John's going on the road <laughs> to the number one team in the country. I, you could, and I don't think there was even a money line probably available for that game. It was 15 to 1. 15 to 1. 15 to okay. 1. Yep. I would have put everything in my account. Sure. On the money the line. Absolutely. I made very little money on it, but Villanova's mm-hmm. not you know losing what? at home to St. John's. And, because, and my grandpa told me this when I was learning bet, bet horses are you never bet a lot to make a little. Yeah. And a lot of people last night bet a lot to make mm-hmm. a little and all got burned because St. John's okay. coming off that win overdue. Trent, I got to be honest with you, and we brought this up, I don't know, maybe a month ago, just how, you know, the final couple of minutes, regardless of sport, what seems to basketball just. I didn't think Villanova St. John's was ever going to end. I swear <laughs> to God I did. Now, granted, I wanted it to be over because it was about to cut into to Texas Tech, Iowa State. Yep. I didn't give a damn about the game coming on afterwards um, on CBS Sports Net. But it just it it just took I don't know the final minute twenty seconds had to take fifteen minutes probably yeah 
I don't think that's an exaggeration. Was, no. You know, just cut through the chase. <laughs> I wanted to see how this was going to end up, and I didn't want to turn it off. Uh, a huge win for them. Trent, that was their first win in conference. They were 0-11 on 20, the road. 20 by DePaul at home. By DePaul, who just resides above them in the standings. Chris Mullins, is this an indictment of the coaching job that he's done? or Where's this been all year type of thing? Is that yes, what you're saying? Yes. How can you beat Duke and Villanova back-to-back mm-hmm. and lose, lose 11 straight games? The Big East is good. Number one RPI Number conference. One, I was just going to say. This team has been talented. I know they've yeah. had injuries. Well, they had a couple had a of starters last out last night, but still. You, you got to – I don't know. I Mullins will get another year, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's some Johnny fans saying, come on. 0-11 before this? Where's this been all year? Well, hadn't hadn't had a – what did they say in the broadcast? Hadn't beaten a number or top five team or something since 1985, since Chris Mullen was wearing mm-hmm. the St. John's uniform. That's it's crazy. Oh, it was a great night in college basketball. really was last night, with the exception of what happened in Lubbock. Uh, but, look, uh, Texas Tech um, – they had a wounded team in their building last night and took complete advantage of it. Cam Lard was unbelievable. Best player on the floor, uh, without a doubt. I think he was the best player on the floor in both teams. Yes, And yes. Smith and Evans both had nice nights, but Cam Lard was unstoppable. Dylan Montz joins us next. More on that. We're going to break down Iowa State's recruit or signing class. We'll do the same with Mark Morehouse at 1240 on Iowa. They made some news off the field as well. No trip over to Des Moines for the Hawks. What are they going to do? Uh, we'll talk to Mark Morehouse about that at 1240 as we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you Monday through Friday until 2 o'clock every day right here on 1700 KBGG. The 2018 State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. February 15th through the 17th on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy, the chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer at your favorite sports bar. The chicken coop, sports bar and grill, West Des Moines and Urbantale. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. 
Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is looking for people who can give an adoptable pet a break from the shelter for one week, one month, or more. Fostering a pet through our shelter getaway programs for cats, dogs, and even horses allows you to help homeless pets without the lifetime commitment. So whether you are longing for pet companionship, but can't commit long-term, or you are able to make room for one more on a short-term basis, we need you. Visit arl-iowa.org to learn more. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey, guys. This is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Still to come this hour, Mark Morehouse. 
uh, Cedar Rapids Gazette. We'll talk Hawks with Mark. Right now, let's do some clones, shall we? A, by all accounts, a terrific class put together by Matt Campbell. Uh, highlighted, I guess, by a couple of quarterbacks, uh, one in particular uh, in Brock Purdy. Uh, Dylan Montz joins us to talk about that and recap a little bit of last night's uh, game in Texas, uh, in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate you moving up a day because we didn't want to get this signing thing too far behind us. How are you? Yeah, doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. And I'm just trying to stop my head from spinning around with all the, the trades the Cavaliers are making right now in the NBA. It's a crazy it, day. It really is. I love trade deadlines, and the NBA is living up to theirs, no doubt about that. Uh, let, let's start uh, Let's start football. And um, But Kyle Kemp, first of all, and we'll get to the kids that we don't know much about other than their names and the stars uh, associated with them. It sounds as though uh, Coach Campbell truly believes that they will get the thumbs up or the thumbs down on Kyle Kemp within the next couple of days, and I don't know if I'm, you know, reading between the lines, if you will, but I, I, I get the sense Campbell thinks that Kemp's going to get that additional year. How about you? Yeah, as time's gone on, it's really kind of felt like it's headed that way. Uh, I think a lot of these processes have to go through obviously the NCAA and with the different stops that he made in his career at Oregon State and Hutchinson. It's, and coming to Iowa State and, and some of those things that's been in his past, he's had to kind of do a bunch of different stops and checklists. So I'm sure a lot of the holdup or the, the waiting around has been trying to get everything aligned from his previous stops uh, just to make the best case possible for the NCAA. So it does sound like it'll be in the next couple of days, and I know we've been saying that on, on the show here for a while now, but uh, I think there will be some sort of finality to it here uh, pretty short order. So, uh, Real Mitchell's already on campus. He's an mm-hmm. early enrollee. Purdy will be coming in this summer. Devin Moore is here. Devin Moore coming off that ACL. A lot of young guys in the stable there. Have you had an opportunity to talk to Real Mitchell, though, after they made the decision to go after another quarterback? And Good question. How, how it sits with the signal caller from Cali? Yeah, I actually have not had a chance to talk to him. Uh, I think... I think kind of with with kind of what we've been talking about, with Kyle Kemp's uncertainty, with Joel Lanning moving on, obviously played a quarterback a little bit last year, with Jacob Park leaving, the staff needed to build out depth within that room, and I think that's kind of what they've been telling these guys all along. Obviously, with Real Mitchell getting here, uh, he's, he's kind of getting an early peak at the offense and kind of getting acclimated, so he'll have a, a good opportunity to play, and then Brock Purdy will come in later this summer. And I I don't know if it's really a thing that the guys concern themselves with. Obviously, they know there's other quarterbacks going to be in the mix, but I think the way the coach is presented to them is uh, you're going to get every opportunity to go out and, and earn your spot. And Matt Campbell was even talking a little bit about that yesterday. He likes creating the competition mm-hmm. within these different position rooms. Uh, they'll be there at quarterback. Obviously, Zed uh, Nolan will be there. He'll have some experience. Uh, Devin Moore coming off his injury, and then two two true freshmen, so uh, everybody's going to get their fair look, uh, and I think that's just kind of the way they go about it. Uh, I know it, it makes the room a little bit more crowded, but that's the way I would say it has to build it uh, if, if they want to up the, the, the production that those guys give them. Uh, Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, is our guest talking Cyclones. Uh, you can read uh, Dylan and uh, Travis Hines in the entire paper. It did a great job on that uh, pileup uh, on I-35, by the way. The coverage at Ames Trib on that was was outstanding. Um, 
the re- the receiver room restocked as well, right? And I don't think that it's a it's a coincidence that you know you get a guy like Lazard and Butler's having the success that he has. All of a sudden, uh, with the quarterbacks that Coach Campbell is bringing in, receivers see an opportunity here. And by all accounts, the uh, uh, the wide receiver room got uh, got better uh, as of yesterday as well. Yeah, they, they signed two yesterday, and they had two already in the fold from earlier this year. Yesterday, they got Tavon Kyle, uh, a kid from Georgia, and Joseph Gates, who's actually their highest-ranked commit uh, in signee in Matt Campbell's tenure. And um, Carson, Carson Fletcher was a guy who signed uh, back in December, uh, and he's the smallest at 5'9". He can kind of eventually be that Trevor Ryan slot type mm-hmm. role that they like. But the other guys, you go down the list, he's a 6'3". Sean Chow Jr., who signed earlier uh, in December, is 6'6", and Tavon Kyle is six foot. So they're kind of still in that mold of getting these big guys to, to kind of replenish what they lost with Marty Murdoch, who is maybe 6'3", Alan Lazard, obviously, 6'5". Um, they'll have a team butler back there at 6'6". So, I mean, they, they are getting these tall guys to create those kinds of mismatches that they want with the offense. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if, it's way too early to say who will play this year and who won't, but um, there's certainly going to be options and, and potential for them down the road to kind of continue that that uh, lengthy, tall, big uh, wide receiver uh, core that they've had in the past couple of years. Joseph Skate's a dynamic wide receiver. Uh, you look at the offers that he had, but it seemed like there were some programs that pulled away. There is an academic concern there. Did you get anything maybe – uh, rumblings, we'll say. Nothing on the record I know about him, but what do you think the chances are that he's going to qualify, or is that going to be probably wait and see throughout until the summer? Yeah, I think it's a situation where you have to obviously finish strong here uh, this year, do well in these classes, and then I think there will be more clarity this summer on it, but uh, for all accounts, it sounds like uh, everybody's confident that he will be here, um, and obviously if he does get here, he'll be a, a Big, big, dynamic type, type kind of playmaker. Just because uh, you know they, they can use him in so many different ways, and he has the size where he can play. Um, you know, I think he could play outside a little bit. He could play in the slot, kind of that Marquis Murdoch type role. But really, really dynamic kid. And um, I think uh, when he committed, he talked about uh, his appreciation for the coaches, kind of sticking with him through all the, the academic stuff that he's had. So it sounds like all he needs to do is just finish up classes strong and, and you should be good to go. Is it a pretty safe bet of all the kids that signed either early or in uh, or, or yesterday that Braden uh, Narvison, who's going to, I would guess, succeed Garrett Owens, who's moved on, his eligibility is up to transfer, one-year player at Iowa State, had a nice year, but Narvison is the most likely to see the field uh, as a true freshman next year just because of that position? Yeah, I think so. I think when you recruit those special teams guys, the hope is that they can come in and be the, be the guy there. And obviously, I would say they'll have Chris Francis, and I'm not sure if, uh, how open the competition will be or if they've kind of decided that uh, it'll be nervous and picking field goals and PATs and Chris Francis uh, doing kickoffs or if it'll be nervous and doing all of them. So I think um, it's, it's the safest bet for sure that he'll see the field in some capacity uh, this year. And beyond that, I think, uh, especially with the guys that they're getting here early, they they just want to kind of get their spring ball, and then they can kind of evaluate maybe in the summer um, some needs and after if there's any more attrition or things like that. 
Over to a little basketball with you, Dylan Bonds from the Ames Tribune. And last night, Texas Tech you know, didn't play overly well in the first half of the game, yet we're still there uh, tight going into the second half. But Texas Tech just too much. Let's start with the injury. Nick Weiler-Babb uh, not going to play, sound like, till next week. And now there's talk of shutting it down. What's the latest you're hearing on Babb? Yeah, uh, and it sounds like he's going to get an MRI today on his knee just to kind of see – uh, what the best plan moving forward is. Obviously, he's been out the last three games uh, with tendonitis in his knee, and uh, I know he talked to um, uh, the media down there last night and said, uh, you know, obviously he wants to be out there. It, it's hurting not to be out there and trying to help those guys, but at the same time, uh, you want to feel as good as possible because, like you said, uh, in one of the last games he played, maybe Tennessee, uh, he was just out there and didn't feel like he was worth anything. I think he said something along those lines. Uh, it couldn't really be effective the way that he wanted to if they needed him to. So I think uh, they're going to find out a little bit more today if it's something that uh, is, is going to you know, help him bounce that quick or if he's going to be out more long-term. But uh, it's, you know, it's disappointing because uh, of how well he has been playing yeah. leading up to, to going out. Uh, only opportunity in all likelihood to see Trey Young make his way to Ames will be this Saturday. And I think he's a one and done. I think most people do believe that he will come out after this year. Uh, this is just one of the benefits of having this 10 team conference, the, the true home and homes. Kevin Durant never made it here. As you recall, Dylan, he, uh, the, the, uh, they faced them once and the game was in Austin that year. And Kevin Durant never saw Ames, Iowa. So the home base couldn't see a, uh, one, one of the best in the game, Trey Young. I'm not sure where he's going to fit in the NBA even, but when you hear Steph Curry comparisons, that gets your attention. Oklahoma will pay a visit on Saturday. Not going to be easy, but Iowa State has been clearly better at home. But, man, this lack of depth uh, has to – and maybe it is. Maybe it's catching up with them now. Yeah, I think so. And when you talk about Hans Brace being out too, and obviously he's not a guy that comes in and plays 30 minutes or anything, but just the fact that you can't even go to him for for six or seven to relieve some of those guys. And then Jacoby Long has been sick, I know, and he gave it a go last night. But, hey, Oklahoma obviously likes to go to breakneck pace with lots of offense. And uh, I think, as Rand Talley said that last night to Eric Heff on the Cyclone Radio Network, is, um, you know, it's just a matter of wearing down a little bit. And uh, obviously when you're, you know, you having those guys play that many minutes, it's going to catch up with you at some point. And, uh, it's it's certainly a better situation coming back home, and um, they have played well there outside of a couple times against Tennessee and Milwaukee and things like that, but uh, Kansas State. But I think it's just, uh, you know, you kind of kind bite your lip and, and try to uh, get through it and, and play as well as you can, play smart, and I think that's kind of what it forces you to do. You have to uh, be ultra-aware and ultra um hypersensitive to those things in the details and things like that. And, I, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how they respond given the lack of depth that's okay at the end of the game. And it doesn't get any easier. Tuesday night, Kansas pays a visit. Unbelievable. Tough, tough conference. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. Dylan, appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thank, again, thanks for uh, accommodating us and popping on a day earlier than you normally do. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. Read Dylan, Travis Hines, the whole paper. AimsTrib.com, AimsTrib.com. Mark Morehouse joins us next. We'll get the signing day from the Hawkeye perspective for Mark on the other side. Trent Conn and myself with you until 2, 1700 KBGG. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting Wildwood Hills Ranch. Need help? Dial 211 for assistance with things like food, rent, utilities, job training, family crisis, and much more. United Way of Central Iowa's 211 helpline is free, confidential, and available anytime. Dial 211 or visit 211iowa.org. From United Way. There's a way to give her a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. And a way to give her a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. Turn it up this Valentine's Day with Le'Veon Chocolate Diamond Jewelry from Jared. You'll find more exclusive Le'Veon pieces at Jared than any other jewelry store in the world. And when you visit Jared.com from February 1st through the 14th, you'll receive $100 off any Le'Veon purchase. That's our Valentine's gift to you. And that's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. The 2018 Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. Catch myself, Trent Condon, on the call Thursday, February 15th through the state championships on Saturday, February 17th. We'll keep you up to date with play-by-play of all the local wrestlers from across central Iowa. Tune in to 1700 for the State Wrestling Tournament on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. This state tournament is pinned to you by Whitey Exteriors. For roofing, siding, interior, exterior, and painting needs make it Whitey Exteriors. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. 
At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You know, guys, we've got it pretty good. Going to games, watching sports on TV, listening to sports talk radio, we never really stop with sports. So maybe with Valentine's Day just around the corner, you ought to get her something special from Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. Did you know that we carry a huge selection of home decor and furnishings? We do. Art Peace Poles. We have a huge selection. She'll love the one you pick out for her, and best of all, she'll know that you're actually listening to her, or at least got lucky because you went to Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, talk some uh, MLB as pitchers and catchers will have reported one week from today. Uh, won't be won't be long. Play ball will be heard. Does anybody get a sign? Well, yeah, that's a good question. We'll find out from Scott. And then uh, Bill Bender will be here. Sporting News will do more on signing day, but from a national perspective. For the Hawkeye side of things, he's Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, Gazette.com. Mark, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, sir? Great. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. You know, um, before we get into some of the guys that uh, signed yesterday, um, Ference and company made some uh, made some news, at least resonating here a little bit, was the fact that that Des Moines practice that seemed to be very popular. I remember the first year they did it, you had to have a ticket, you had to go to the High V to get those tickets, and um, you know, they didn't make it as difficult last year, but. I think there's probably a lot of disappointed people, Mark, that they're not going to make the trek over and uh, give the you know the Central Iowa fan base a little test taste of Hawkeye football and do so in their own backyard. Disappointing. I I think logistics probably killed it, but I don't know for sure. Um, the first year it was the weather was beautiful and uh, the the, the uh, Valley Stadium was packed. The second year. I think it w- it kind of waned a little bit. I think the weather was a little chillier. And then I want to say the last year, or maybe it was the last two years, um, it got to be evening. And once the sun went down mm-hmm. in April, it still gets cold here in Iowa. So toward the end of last year, I know that the stands were barely, there was barely anybody in the stands. And uh, they, did the, they did a really cool thing, though. They had a kids, uh, kind of players met with the kids, and they did some drills and stuff the last few years. Players really seemed to dig it. Kids really seemed to dig it. That part of it, it's sad that it goes away. I think uh, Iowa, Iowa football outreach is, uh, I think they're very good at it. You see, you constantly see players going over to the hospital. You constantly see seeing players uh, getting out in the community. And I, University of Iowa is actually very, very good at that. 
but uh, yeah, the, the the seeing the whole team together and seeing you know the uh, a college football team in your backyard that it sucks. It's not going to happen. I'm sure. Uh, now they did say that there was a there was a but we're going to do something. We're just not sure what that is yet. What do you think that could be, Mark? Uh, coach's clinic, probably, okay. or maybe sort of a. You know what? Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Iowa did a sort of a. Oh, uh, what I would suggest for them would be I, I used to do this thing where fans used to be able to get with coaches and just listen to them talk about how, what they teach their kids. It was called Fan Fest. I would say it was put together by uh, the former um, uh, video uh, vid, head video guy Matt Engelbert, and he, he went to Arkansas. But uh, that thing died. I, I think the coaches just got too busy. But from you know, let's tie this all together. Sounds like January is kind of slow now for coaches since uh, most everybody signed. And so maybe, maybe go have a fan fest in Des Moines and let people get to, to touch the program and get to know the coaches a little bit. I think that'd be a huge thing, and I think people would really dig it, especially in Des Moines. Mark, uh, four additional signees, though. Uh, Regani is already on campus. Uh, but the walk-on class, deeper than Big. normal, you know, yeah. 10 to 12, you know, normally what we see, 20 uh, that they announced yesterday. Any reasoning behind that with this big group? And I tell you, some of the kids coming from Central Iowa that I've seen, a talented group of walk-ons, it looks like, too. They, to me, I think they've cycled through more walk-ons the last few years, and I think it went under review. The, what they, Their philosophy and their, the way they corral them and the way that they present them to the public, uh, that you've seen that uptick last few years. And I think that's a lot of programs. That's not just Iowa. It's a lot of programs. These walk-ons sign these... Uh, uh, letters of or letters of a financial aid or something like that, and so the school can renounce their name, and all of a sudden, all these schools have uh, big uh, walk-on classes. I do think Iowa needs theirs. And at one question I did ask Kirk Ferentz yesterday is, do you not? How do you dump your bias toward the scholarship guy and consider the walk-on guy as an equal? And that's something that I think a lot of people, if you look at Iowa, Iowa's program. It is kind of run that way, and it for sure is going to be run that, or is going to be run that way from here on out. Because, you know, a guy like Logan Klemp, a guy who's a scholarship kid, you know, from Iowa, late guy, a two-star, a Josie Jewell possibility. I'm not going to say that he will be, but he's a possibility. I mean, he has the same story. He's going to be equal with some of those guys. Trent's talking about Mitch. I've heard good things about Mitchell Riggs. Uh, I've heard good things about uh, several of the guys on this walk on uh, Empen uh, as a guy that I'm excited to see. So uh, I think they wanted to upgrade. I think that they, I think maybe offensive line last year might have been a, a, an eye opener for him because uh, Farron said that they were, yeah. he called the injuries unprecedented and mm-hmm. he called, he said that they had some defensive linemen working yep. scout team offensive line. So shows you that how much, you know, these guys are going to come in and they're going to be put to work. You may never see it. But they're going to be put to work. Yeah, and that's exactly where I was going with you, Mark. Because I think I think that caught a lot a lot of people off guard. And, and reading what you wrote, and um, you know whether it be on Twitter, the same way. I think that you know that a lot of people didn't realize just maybe how bad it was. It uh, thin is probably a better way to put it when you have defensive guys. And one of those guys that and it, it was. It was part of the uh, part of the your your Twitter thread or whatever you call them. Um, Smith yeah. threw out the name. You know, what about a Matt Nelson? And you know what, six foot eight. Um, he got the build, I would think, to slide in and play right tackle. I wonder if he was one of those guys who seemed to have you know lost his footing on the defensive line rotation. I think. Um, what about a guy like Matt Nelson switching sides of the ball late in his career? No, no, this. Senior and uh, to me that that weighing and measuring of him 
that had to happen within a couple of years because okay. uh, I think once a guy gets that defensive mentality, it's 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 a bigger deal to switch sides and you know all the techniques and all that stuff. So he is not one of the guys I would have thought. I, I, I'm guessing like guys like Austin Schulte, guys like uh, oh maybe Jake Newborn, guys who you don't see playing. Uh, I imagine those defensive linemen were were put on the offensive line on scout team. We're talking scout team guys, but mm-hmm. uh, next year it's uh, to me. Uh, I think they got to get something on the Paulsons. Uh, I think yeah. uh, I think they're trying. I think they like Levi Paulson. I think they want to get him. Uh, they want to get him in there. And every time he's mentioned, they talk about the good and the bad. So he's probably a fairly inconsistent player. But that means the light can go on for him this spring, and he can be very productive. Landon, I think he's he's not played as much. But guys like that and the offensive line are going to have to punch through. I, I, right now, you see. I, right now, I think the Iowa's offensive line next year might be a little bit undersized. Um, Keegan Ryder at center. Um, uh, Ross Reynolds, a little bit undersized guy. So, yeah, I think they got a. The offensive line is still proving, and I, I think, you know, I did ask for, uh, Coach Ferris yesterday about um, running back depth. I think that's a little. If you guys take a look at the depth chart, you some know, questions. It's not yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They don't. Well, they they weren't going to have a thousand yard rusher coming back, but uh, they there's there's a lot of inexperience on that, and a lot of the guys that are going to be counting on. They didn't count on last fall, so those guys, uh, Torn Young, Ivy Carroll, Martin, they've got to grow and they've got to make that jump. All right, time now for Mark Morehouse to make his call. Your call, this recruiting class, and I'm not giving you Davian Nixon because I think we that's all a think, layup. Yeah, yeah, that, that that one's too easy. <laughs> right. Who's the all Big Ten player that comes out of this group? Who's the guy that that's an NFL player? Who's uh, a couple of your favorites that you look through this class? I really like Julius Brents. Um, talking to Kelvin Bell yesterday about him. Um, and he, he Kelvin Bell recruited him, so obviously he's the proud papa of this. Mm-hmm. But uh, the kid Big is kid. 60, 180 pounds or close to 180 pounds. It's 6'2 cornerback, uh, right? Yeah. 6'2 corner or safety. I, okay. I don't, that's his position flexibility, but he's one guy I really like. Uh, on the flip side of that, a guy who I think maybe we could all really like eventually, Kayvon Merriweather, uh, a guy with very, not on the heck of a football resume, but... This is a Phil Parker recruit. He stealthed this thing. He went in. He didn't. He didn't show his cards, and then the kid visits and they offer him, and boom, there he is. He, he was more of a D one basketball guy, but he's at six two, hundred ninety pounds. Uh, talking to Kevin Bell yesterday about him, he's a striker. He, he loves the contact. He wants to hit. And so that, you know, I was like, you know, this guy's six two, almost two hundred pounds. Um, he's going to fit in this this position called the hybrid, and uh, that's. Really, what Iowa calls its outside linebacker now a hybrid position, safety linebacker type of guy. I think Iowa got a core guys who maybe have that flexibility because they have to defend in space and they have to do that very well every year because you know everything is spread now. So I like DJ Johnson, sleeper guy, Kayvon, Kayvon Merriweather, guys, two guys who might end up playing the same position. Uh, I'm very sort of intrigued with the offensive line class, and I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, and wondering if he if he's a defensive tackle or center. Right now, he is ticketed to play defensive tackle. My my hunch is that he might slide over to center. And then you have a pretty good offensive line class with uh, Jeff Jenkins, um, Cody Inns, who I think is going to be a terminator, and uh, Jack Plum. Jack you know, Plum, a guy, six eight, six eight, really interesting. Still kind of gangly. He grows into that body, and uh, you know he's uh, he's obviously an offensive tackle, and uh, that's. You know, they, they were short on those this year, and they, they are worth their weight in gold. Speaking of offensive line, Jeff Jenkins is my guy. He was the first guy to commit in this class, and 
uh, before his senior season. All he had was a bunch of offers from the Mac. But I, I watched his tape uh, just the other day. I think that's the one. Might have to be an interior guy, but maybe there's their next Sean Welsh. Maybe. I can see that. I mean, he's uh, uh, I think Iowa got, he's one of those guys I think Iowa gets in early on, and it's a good thing Iowa gets in early on because other guys come in and other guys get interested. And that really is kind of the pattern of recruiting. I, mean, it, I talking to Calvin Bell yesterday. I was in the middle of food chain on the recruiting. Uh, they, they, the early signing class helped them keep guys like Julius Brents from Ohio State coming and saying, hey, we lost all of our guys. Why don't you come over here? We're, we're the Scarlet and Gray. Uh, so Iowa sits in the middle of that. You know who sits on the bottom of that is Rutgers. Rutgers had uh, Jaden McDonald, the linebacker that Iowa really worked hard to get. Uh, from Suwannee, Georgia. Iowa needs linebackers. They, they they lost four senior linebackers, did all the playing last year. So there's opportunity there. But uh, Jaden McDonald committed to Rutgers, couldn't get there, couldn't get to Rutgers for his official visit because uh, snowstorms and, uh, oh. and in Georgia, snowstorms in Georgia, Jeez. and and it's in his high school playoffs. They, they won the state championship, so they went that long. Rutgers, he, he couldn't get to Rutgers, so he, he didn't sign in December. And uh, he didn't sign and opened up the recruitment, and now he's a Hawkeye. So Rutgers is the bottom of the food chain. And uh, if you, if and another another lesson from early signing day, if your guy doesn't sign in December, move on because he is not signing with mm, you. Interesting. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Mark, thank you. Appreciate it. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yep, good to talk to you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Both schools of the locals seem to get better yesterday. Trent, I mean, a proof will be in the pudding. Yeah. Some of them are a long way from the field, but um, you can... Better classes than normal I for each think side. that's fair to say. They Absolutely. Uh, kind of... Both with quarterbacks at the top yes. of that list. Yeah. Petrus and, of course, Purdy. And Mitchell. I mean, it's in, that's going to be... I, a, I'm a real Mitchell fan. I, I, I really am. I don't know. Maybe it struck me as odd, but if I'm Mitchell... I, yeah. I, we asked, wonder, I, asked I that to don't disagree it. with that. It just let, left an odd taste mm-hmm. in my mouth. And Moore's here. Yes. And Nolan's yeah. a youngster. Yes. There's a lot of young quarterbacks but if be you fighting for one, playing time. So the but whole, you got to have one, so I, I get what they're doing. The whole, he had an Alabama offer, Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. And it was, beat Texas A&M and Alabama for him. Right, but it was it was a walk on to begin with, but then they didn't. They did come back with a Scully offer, though. But was it a committable offer? And and that's yes, there was a full scholarship for a time, but was that there yesterday when he committed? Probably not. I they and they it, got a kid that they wanted. Yes, mm-hmm. look at it that way. But but was the there anything fall back at Alabama? Yeah, the chess beating that we beat Alabama and Texas A and M for a recruit. Yeah, you can say that for a lot of schools, though. No, no, I get that, but I, I've heard a lot of it, and it's it's just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I get it. You're excited, like the kid, mm-hmm. like that your coaching staff right away when they wanted another quarterback. This was a the guy they targeted, mm-hmm. but but the chest beating about Alabama. I, I don't think we know the full story there. We may never. We'll come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, Scott Miller will be here. Bill Bender will be here. We're here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. This is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. 
It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. A bath faucet should stand the test of time and always be in style no matter what your style. The exclusive Fister Ladera Widespread Bath Faucet in Tuscan Bronze from the Home Depot does exactly that. And it's at a new lower price of just $109. You save 10 bucks, So you can have this timeless design without having to renovate your budget. The exclusive Fister Ladera Faucet, now just $109 during the Winter Kitchen and Bath event only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through March 7th while supplies last. Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. Are you ready to finally meet your match? I'm not talking about a significant other. I'm talking about finding the right cat or cats for you. Take the Meet Your Cat Match survey on our website, and within 48 hours, we will send you suggestions of cats that would be a good fit based on the criteria you submitted. The survey can be found at ARL-Hyphen. 